Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of Living Your Dreams, the podcast hosted by me, Lennox Kadoor. And today we have Nicole Millard, who is a wilderness adventure and free soul with a camera and big plans to change lives through powerful imagery. After working in basically every realm of photography, from weddings to real estate, Nicole dished her day job to pursue an entrepreneurial path of her own design. Nicole specializes in pho photographing intimate portraits of women, creating images in the moments when her clients feel fully free and fully alive as their most authentic selves. The concepts of self-care and self-love are in her daily vocabulary, as her career has given her a unique perspective on human psychology. Nicole has also seen firsthand how something like a photograph can create an incredible shift in our self-perception. Nicole teaches workshops that edu educate others how to use neuroscience to master their mindset and understand a deeper sense of self-love. Nicole's studio gives her clients a space where they can celebrate themselves, be made into art, and dance shamelessly in their underwear. After all, after all that, Nicole, is there anything you want to tell us about yourself and more about your company? Yeah, hi. So as you mentioned, I am a photographer. Um, I specialize in like studio style editorial images. So that includes personal branding and headshots, e-commerce for products, and then um, stylized mm -hmm. portraits. So basically the objective the objective of my work is to get to know a person or a brand and really get to know like those interesting little details about them. And then together we create custom images that um, show them exactly as they want to be seen. But I think probably what I'm most well known for is my intimate portraits of okay. women. Um, so I've, yeah, so I've spent the past few years uh, shooting a genre of photography that's most commonly known as boudoir. Uh, I prefer to call them self-love portraits because basically the work is about encouraging my clients to love their bodies, love themselves, and then ultimately like shift their perspective through a different um, view on themselves. So, yeah. <laughs> so Nicole, it sounds really interesting what you're doing. And it sounds like a, a nice um, niche that you made out for yourself in the marketplace. But how did you identify your passion and what gave you the confidence to pursue it as your business? I think ultimately, ultimately it came down to trying a bunch of things and seeing what fit for me and what okay. didn't fit. I know for like myself for a long time, and I think a lot of people probably feel this way. Um, like I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, so to speak, or like what I wanted to be okay. when I grow up. So yeah, I think we all, like a lot of us. Most of us do. Way. So I kind of just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um I kind of just followed the things that like fueled my soul and did the things that made me happy. And then that ended up leading me to photography. Um, I've always thought that images are really powerful and emotional. Um, and I find that I can deeply connect with like humans through images of them. It, it's ultimately like our legacy. It's what we leave behind of ourselves. And I just think that it's so amazing. Um, so eventually I decided to go back to school and study that in more detail and dive into that. So after I graduated, um, I went to Humber College and then I graduated. And like everyone who graduates from photography school, you take whatever job okay. you can get. And uh, so, yeah, I've done like weddings and I, I did a little bit of everything, families, pets, whatever I was asked to do. And then I had a friend um, who asked me to photograph a boudoir session for her. It was, I think, her one year wedding anniversary or something mm -hmm. like that. And after I shared the images with her, it was just like the most powerful experience. It completely changed the way she saw herself. 
Um, and after that, I was just completely hooked. So I've been obsessed with making women look and feel good ever mm-hmm. since. So how did you get the confidence to even push it further? Because uh, most people would know about <laughs> weddings, uh, the family portraits like you talked about, or even like the school portraits that we always used to get when we were in grade school. And we always knew that those were uh, lucrative. Yeah. But how did you gain the confidence to say that, you know what, no matter what, I want to pursue this a lot further and really show the images that really connect with me. Um, I, I was actually <laughs> okay. So um, what actually happened is once I started doing this, and you know, I knew that that I was it was fueling me, and I was passionate about it. Um, and I was kind of doing it as like a side hustle. I decided to learn more, and I went to a business program. So um, uh, it's called Entrepreneurs, and it's put on by my local small business enterprise center. And I think you can find those pretty much anywhere. I know that they're all over the place in Ontario. And um, they put on this business program where they basically teach people in the arts business skills. Oh, that's pretty good. So we're learning that other side of the brain, right? Um, So basically what happened was my employer at the time, I was working in real estate photography and it was just so busy at the time this was about a year ago so if you remember the real estate market last Mm -hmm. year um it was crazy so he couldn't give me the time off to do my my graduation so um at that point I had to really make a decision about what was gonna make me happy long term and yeah I just had to trust my gut and I ended up having to leave my job and just go for it. So it was one of like the scariest things I've ever done, but um, I just felt like it was right. I just felt So you've been at this uh, pretty much full-time for a whole year. And so despite the success you've experienced with your business, can you tell me the greatest struggle or the most, the most struggling time that you had or struggling moment you experienced as an entrepreneur? (laughs) I can't, I can't specifically pick like one moment that I would think was like my biggest struggle, but I, I think overall, um, the biggest struggle is just believing in myself and like believing in my vision and, and really truly believing that what I want is possible. I know in the beginning and even still today, like there's times where you feel like what you're doing is just impossible. Um, photography is obviously a super competitive field. There's so many people around me that are always saying like, oh, well, you know, you're a photographer. That must be such a difficult business. It's so competitive. It's oversaturated. Like you're working in a dying industry. Everyone has a camera in their phone. Um, So there's a lot of, there's been a lot of messages around me from day one about how difficult this was going to be. And for a a long time, that was my belief, just that this was going to be really hard. And um, yeah, I really believed it just because that's what people told me. And I think it's a big mental game to be an entrepreneur. You're going against like a strong mental conditioning that most of us are raised with, right? Like my father taught me um, to go to school, get a good job. You work your way up. You don't always get to do what you love, but um, you know, that's just life. So changing that like mindset has been the biggest work. So how did you overcome that struggle? How did you, uh, how did you redevelop your mindset, which allowed you to have the audacity to transition into the success you are today? I ultimately it was doing internal work. 
um, the more I learned about psychology, the more I came to realize that like I'm in control of what I choose to accept as truth. So as much as people can tell me what, what their beliefs are and they can try and smear their fears all over me, I am ultimately in control of what I believe. So I read a lot of books. Um, that was huge for me, just reading books by people who already had the beliefs that okay. I wanted. Um, what kind of beliefs? So Jensen Chero. What kind of beliefs? Sorry? Um, I just wanted to believe that anything is possible. And, you know, it just took a lot of programming to kind of believe that. I wanted to believe that, you know, wealth is possible in any field. So I just read a lot of books about people who were, you know, doing the things that I wanted to do. And then I started to follow um, the work of people who had what I wanted. So um, basically, instead of looking at my competition as like having something that I can't have. I looked at my competition and said, well, if they can have it, so okay. can I. So yeah, I just ultimately used other people's success to build confidence. In and what did this experience teach you? It's taught me so much about honestly, like the neuroscience that goes into just like human psychology has been so cool for me. Just reading all these books and learning so much about the way our mind works. Um, it's just so cool. We're, we can train our brains. And to me, that's just amazing. It's, it, it blows my mind. Every so can day. you give me an example of uh, what, one technique that you use to train your brain? Yeah. So a good one is um, gratitude okay. journaling. So um, every morning, first thing when you wake up, or maybe you do it before bed, you just write a list of things that you're grateful for in your life. So that could be people, it could be skills that you're good at. Like, I'm so grateful that, you know, I have this ability to, you know, hold a camera and take images and that I can change lives with images, whatever it is. And then you're writing a list on that. And it's actually teaching your brain to spot more opportunities like that. It's programming you to look for things to be grateful for. So that's a really good one in terms of like happiness. Okay. And then another important one for me as like a, as an entrepreneur and getting into this business was affirmations and incantations. So really like telling myself that this is possible and programming my repetition of programming my brain that like, this is who we are now. And this is our belief system. And honestly, just repeating it, just repeating it to myself. Every time I have a doubt, every time I hear a thought that I don't want to be my thinking, I kind of just catch it. I try and be self-aware and catch it and say, that's not how I want to, that's not what I want to think. That's not how, what I want to believe. Um, this is my new way of thinking and just retraining my subconscious mind that I can do this and this is possible. And then again, looking for those messages, the right messages instead of those ones. Of and how fear. often do you uh, do your affirmations? It's not really like a regular schedule okay. for me. Um, it's more now at the point, I mean, in the beginning, I really had to like do the work of saying what I wanted. You know, I have sticky notes on my mirror that, um, I don't know, do you know Brock? Yes, Bob I Proctor? do. <laughs> so I, <laughs> he is amazing. I'm reading um, The Art of Living okay. right now and I just love him. Yeah. Anyway, so I have um, a sticky on my on my mirror in my bathroom that says, I am so happy and grateful now that money comes to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis, okay. because that was a big belief that I had to shift for myself was that money can come to me, even though, you know, I'm a photographer and it's so competitive and scary and people are saying, you'll never make money. 
I really needed to train my brain. Money is, I can have money and that's coming my way. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you could throw these things on your mirrors and practice them every day if you really need to do the work. Now I'm at the point of self-awareness now where I can just catch a thought and shift. Okay. That sounds pretty good. And yeah, Bob Proctor is one of those people who's been around for a long time and really very good on Mm -hmm. uh, talking to people about like gratitude affirmations and just the whole thing about uh, positive affirmation, which a lot of people unfortunately don't really see it as truthful. But I remember a quote from uh, George Costanza uh, from uh, Seinfeld. And he said like, uh, it's not a lie if you believe. Yes, I know. It's so true. And the thing, the thing about affirmations that I think people have a lot of trouble with is, you know, like they'll say something like, um, I don't know, maybe they want to change their fitness routine. So they'll say like, I'm so healthy and active. I'm so healthy and active. I'm so healthy. And they'll try and repeat an affirmation, but they're not believing it. Right. It's so, you have to get into like this, almost like a feel good state. And then embody the emotion that comes with how you feel with that being true like if that is true for you feel that and that's where incantations as tony robbins says right he says it's not about affirmations it's incantations you need to embody it and feel it for your to train your brain that that is your truth right and you can trick your brain and it's really cool okay so uh, nicole uh, after all this where do you see yourself and your company in the future i know you're talking about your studio but what else and um, yeah. what else is coming down the pipeline for you? Well, I'm really excited about the studio. Like you said, having a sp- physical space has always been like a big dream of mine. I could honestly like see it in my mind before I even knew that I wanted to be photo- be a photographer and do photography. Like I could see this space in my mind with like beautiful light coming in and yeah, I just think it's amazing. And it's like that feeling, you know, when you can like walk into a yoga studio or something and the energy is just Mm -hmm. different. So I'm just excited to be able to like have that where instead of creating a space on location, I can actually just have someone walk into this space and I've, I've held the space for them and I've created the energy in there. So yeah, the studio is a big one. Um, And I recently started hosting workshops, which has been really cool. What kind Um, of workshops? So I did, I did a workshop called love yourself. Um, yeah. So basically I just educated others on like the science behind self love. And I used everything that I've learned as a boudoir photographer and seeing the way that people shift through this experience. Um, I use that, the science behind that to help people understand their brain and how they can kind of like hack it to make themselves feel really Mm -hmm. good. And, um, yeah, I ultimately, I want, I want the word like self-love to not be a buzzword anymore. You know, you hear it a lot right now and, um, that's really cool. It's exciting that people are starting to say it, but ultimately, like, I think that caring for ourselves should just become a part of our daily life, like a part of our routine. And I hope that like my message can help bring kind of normalcy to that concept. So, uh, Nicole, what words of advice do you have for, for anyone who wants to make their passion their business? I would say the biggest thing is to surround yourself with the right messages. So, um, like I said about your subconscious mind, right? Everything just goes in and, and you don't necessarily have the opportunity to stop it, especially if you're not being super self-aware of what people are saying around you. So I would say like, spend lots of time in the places and with people who have what you want. So you want, 
to be surrounding yourself in an area where the beliefs that you're trying to build are like already their norm. Like if you're trying to change like your fitness routine, for example, spend your time with people who love to work out or spend your time with nutritionists or on online forums, having those conversations, because it's just going to condition your mind to believe things a little bit differently. Um, like if you want to be a millionaire, study millionaires, like read their books, listen to their interviews, listen to podcasts where they're speaking, go to the events where you can see them or meet them, um, find a mentor. I would say that those are the most important things because you really need to change what you believe is possible for yourself. And is there anything else that you wish to add, Nicole? Um, honestly, I just, I just want people to know that they can have whatever it is that they desire and that they're worthy of it. Um, you said a quote earlier and this one's really similar, but I wrote it down. Um, there's a quote by Henry Ford and I love it. And it says, whether you think you can, or you think you can't either way, that's a great quote. I believe that to be true. And how do people get in contact with you? I would say right now, the best way is just to follow my Instagram, which is free soul. Um, and then you can find all the updates there of what's going on with me and when the studio is launching and um, it has a link to my website. So as we, tra- as I transition the website to the new studio space, um, you'll be able to keep up with me on the next leg of my journey. So thank you very much, Nicole. That's been very great. Uh, it's been a delight talking with you. And, yeah, so good talking to you. and I'd like to thank every single person for out there for listening to uh, living your dreams it's been a great time talking with Nicole uh, Millard, and we'll speak with all of you guys pretty soon. Thank you very much, and goodbye. Thanks, Lennox. Bye.